Good evening, good afternoon, maybe good morning. Depends where and when you're listening. It is David McKay Jr., the Game Sports Show host and the Game Entertainment and Media President. On September 29, 2022, our heartbeat of our show, one of our founding fathers, the founding father and main host of the Game Sports Show USA, my business partner and my close friend and close friend to so many others, Scott Nason passed away unexpectedly at the young age of 48 years old. On Tuesday, October the 11th, 2022, a visitation was held for Scott at C.S. Mulder Funeral Home in Sioux, Michigan, where many family and friends mourned together of the passing of such an amazing person. Prior to that, on October the 10th, 2022, 1400 AM hosted its tribute show to Scott, which featured hosting by Matt Pocket, co-hosts of myself, Butch Davis, and Paul Van Wagner, as well as Rob Horn. If you haven't yet, please pause this recording and check out that recording. It is on our website, Spotify, Apple, Amazon, Google, and Podtail podcast platforms, also available through 1400 AM radio. And for those who are inquiring about the Podbean website, I will get to that in just a little bit here in this opening segment. This will be the second tribute show, the Game Sports Show Canadian Edition tribute show memorial edition for Scott Nason. This show will feature myself with being joined by Daniel Scarpino and EJ Russell a little bit later on. These guests will be on separate. There will be no commercials, but due to pre-recording, there'll be pauses in the middle of each guest joining. I want to get into brief stories about Scott and myself, share those details, but also get into discussion about other stories and notes. This show will be outside of our normal broadcasting energy and format. As mentioned, there'll be stories from myself, Scott's close friend, Don Supa's stories that he shared with me on Facebook that I'm very excited to share with you today. The Gain Sports Show future and upcoming shows with the USA and Canadian editions of the Gain Sports Show. Following that, as mentioned, Daniel and EJ will join us. Daniel will, was co-host with Scott for a few years on the ever-popular edition of Full Time, as well as EJ being a co-host on the 1400 edition for many years and doing numerous shows with Scott, one of the original Four Horsemen. Scott brought EJ on the show to create the Four Horsemen, which featured Scott, myself, Butch, and of course, EJ. As I said, the format of the show is going to be a little bit different, and the first thing I'm going to do here is address the Podbean situation. For those who do not know, to give you a little background of the Podbean, you can check out thegamesportshow.podbean.com. There's many recordings on there. And Scott posted about the Podbean site on his Twitter page, on shows, on the 1400 edition. That's what was really plugged. The direction of the Game Sports Show was as follows. Scott Neeson was the... The runner ran everything with the Game Sports Show USA in terms of the local community and the 1400 edition. Yours truly was the one that handled everything on this side of the border, on the Canadian side of the border, with all the shows that are here in Sault Ste. Marie, Ontario. Scott and I had a vision that we shared together ever since the show started at the end of 2015, beginning of 2016, that continued up until today. But Scott is the main administrator for the Podbean site, as well as some of those connected platforms. Yours truly is the main administrator of the website, social media pages, Spotify, Apple, Amazon, Google, 
and Podtail podcast platforms. That may sound like a little bit extra, but it's truly not as I use the app called Castos Analytics to do the uploading. So I operate those platforms and pay those fees to have the shows posted on there while Scott pays for the Podbean and connected sites to post for his shows on there as well as my shows get posted on there and as well as Scott's shows get posted on all the platforms as well. So speaking of the Podbean page, the name of the page is through Scott. The only way that the administration could be passed over to me is with a reset of password and access to his email. For the time being, and I have connected with Scott's sister on this, uh, for, for the time being, shows will not be uploaded on the Podbean site, but in the near future, we are hopeful as more shows and shows that are continued and recorded are posted on the Podbean site, and it will be continued through the administration of yours truly, as I know many of Scott's friends utilized the Podbean page, and we have a large listener base through the Podbean website, and we hope that we can get these tribute shows on there, as well as all future shows as mentioned. So to wrap up the Podbean questions that I've been receiving in terms of why the tribute show from the 1400 edition may not be on there, it's because of access at this point, and due to ensure appropriate approach to having the administration changed, there will be no posting on that for the time being, but Podbean has notified and been in communication with me. The plan is to keep that page active until something is able to be settled, which we hope to have, to be honest with you, by month's end, but that is not the priority here. Those of you who have reached out, I want to make sure, because you will be listening about an update from that end. When appropriate, it will be updated that when those broadcasts have been resumed, upload on the Podbean page. I will get into stories about Scott and myself and Don Supa stories near the end of my segment. I did plan to do it more first, but I want to get the news out of the way in terms of shows, platforms, etc. So in terms of the Game Sports Show USA, which is the Game Sports Show 1400 AM edition, there is currently no update at this time. To be honest, yours truly has come forward and has desire to host that show in the 1400 edition to continue Scott's vision. But also, same as Butch Davis. Myself and Butch would like to continue forward with that show. However, due to being on live radio, as well as yours truly being a Canadian citizen, there is some hurdles that have to be looked at. And I am awaiting to hear from the radio station about how to proceed. But let's be honest with each other. It has only been a few weeks. Through time, this will be, this will be addressed and an update will occur to myself. And when an update is brought forward to me on what the future actions are going to be of the 1400 AM edition show, which aired on Mondays from 6 p.m. to 8 p.m., once I know, you will know as the listeners from a post on all of our social media pages, as well as, if necessary, I will do an audio upload, if at all necessary, as I mentioned. Again, the 1400 AM editions, there will be, as far as I've been told, a brief pause at this time except the, the tribute show that was conducted last week, we will be 
awaiting further detail that I expect to hear from the radio station uh, when possible and when appropriate. At this time, priority is with Scott, his family, his friends, as we continue to mourn and grieve the loss of our close friend. So for those inquiring when those are going to resume again, as I mentioned for the Podbean page, please allow time and appropriate approach to that as we address that as it comes. For the Gain Sports Show in Sault Ste. Marie, Ontario, all shows will resume. Uh, and I'm able to give dates for those because those shows here in Sault Ste. Marie, Ontario have been only approached on the podcast perspective. Yours truly has not wanted to put the Game Sports Show Canada editions on any radio platform at this current time. I focus on the podcast platform as myself and Scott shared that vision here for Sault Ste. Marie, Ontario. So for the shows in Sault Ste. Marie, Ontario, it is as follows. The Game Sports Show Special Edition Uploads. The game full-time edition, the game in-the-pocket edition, the game sports show local and the game sports show national uploads, the game strike zone and the game top shelf will be resuming. In-the-pocket will not be resuming this week. We will be taking our third week off from in-the-pocket. But in-the-pocket will resume on October the 26th and will be all uploaded on a, all available platforms that we can have uploaded it to. We do hope it is the Podbean page potentially at that time, but as mentioned, the expectation would be after Halloween for that, if not later. When it comes to the Game Strike Zone edition, we obviously postponed recordings from there. The next upload will be on the week of October the 24th as well for the Strike Zone edition. For the Game Sports Show Top Shelf Edition, we do have expected recording on October the 23rd with an upload on the 24th please note that this upload may occur on October the 25th instead. The game full-time, Daniel Scarpino, I'm going to allow him to get into that detail. So that will be announced on the next segment of the show when Daniel Scarpino joins us. The Game Sports Show Special Edition Upload, which the next projected episode, special guest Pierre-Luc LeBlanc will be on and aired for that edition. We do expect to air that edition on Friday, October the 28th or November the 4th. Again, announcements to be determined. If you do not see it on the 28th, that means on November the 4th is when the next Game Sports Show special edition upload will be. And that includes the TGEM YouTube channel. Uh, the TGEM YouTube channel, which the Game Sports Show is under the sports category of that podcast platform. You can check on over to YouTube and follow that for categorized podcast content. The Game Sports Show news shows, all the shows that I've listed will be going to YouTube. At this current time, we do have our special edition uploads only, but the news shows will be going there by year's end is our goal. So not only will we have audio editions to be able to listen to, when you're at home, you can watch us on the screen as well. So that will do the uploads and news from there. And I've been 10 minutes in. It's been very professional. It's been very informative in terms of telling you next steps because I've been getting messages on, okay, what's happening? Are you still doing the show? Do you need help? Which I appreciate people reaching out about. But I wanted to make sure I spent this time, this first 10, 11, 12 minutes, getting up to what's going on in this show, but also give you an update about everything that's going on so you know the status update of this. And I do hope you have the opportunity to listen as well as a lot of Scott's friends as this edition is going to be emotional. We're going to share some laughs, I'm sure. We're going to get into, try to keep the mood as light as we can as Scott would have liked. But there's going to be some emotional stories as well. 
And Daniel Scarpino and EJ will share a lot of that, in particular with EJ being one of the four original horsemen with Scott and myself and, of course, Butch, as I mentioned. But this edition, feel free to comment below or get involved. Or if you want, please send me a message on Facebook or email the Game Sports Show. You go to thegamesportshow.com. You go right to the bottom. There's a contact us button. There's a contact uh, option on the top bar that you can reach out to us. Share your stories with Scott. The more that's shared, the more we can share. We don't mind sharing your stories. Please let us know. The Game Sports Show website is another thing I wanted to mention. There will be an update on the website. It's actually already started. If you've noticed, there's been a few minor changes already, just that the episode series is at the bottom. Uh, Thrush Creative Co-President Aaron Robinson is helping us uh, with that. And this website update is in the vision of myself and Scott as we talked about this update for quite some time. And we're excited to have this update to you. The anticipated launch of this update was to be on October the 4th. Uh, however, due to some complications, it was unable to. And then, of course, uh, we were unable to do any uploads due to taking time away. So I've asked Aaron to not do anything on the site at this current time. Uh, but updates are expected to occur by the end of the month. So you will see new sponsors that are on there, as well as a new episode organization, and a new format of the site briefly for your enjoyment and simplicity. Now, I want to get into... For this first part, the limits that I've been told to kind of give in terms of research, in terms of a memorial tribute, is when you talk, you want to do about 15 minutes. Look, I'm at 15 minutes right now, and I was just talking to you about some news and updates with the show. So I'm going to count that 15 minutes that I have to do between myself and Don's Super Stories. Uh, so for the next 10 to 15 minutes, I will get through and share some stories uh, with you that are going to play close to the heart and give you a little bit of a background about what Scott meant to me and Scott meant to Don and some stories, memories that were shared uh, before Dan and EJ come to join us here on the show. Again, it's the Game Sports Show. This is the Canadian edition of the Game Sports Show, the Canada side of the border, if you will, for simplicity. But the Game Sports Show, Canadian edition, memorial tribute to Scott Nason. I want to make sure that I get into as much detail as I can about Don. And Donald Supa shared such tremendous detail in terms of stories with Scott. And it's paragraphs upon paragraphs. And you know what? It's like reading a script. So you know what? I am going to read it from what it is presented to me. Because it sings, it, it responds, it trans, translates the exact memory from the quote and typed words from Donald Supa, who I did encourage to come on the show, uh, but given uh, he was more wanting to bring the emotions uh, together on text. I will get it started where he introduced himself to me on Tuesday of last week. So that was Tuesday, October the 11th, the day of the funeral. And he mentioned to me that he wanted to come talk to me, but he couldn't get his emotions together. And Scott always talked so highly about Donald Supa and the stories and what he was able to, to explain to me and tell me, priceless. And the lot that he shared is fantastic. Scott and Donald were friends for over 40 years. They went to school together since the second grade and used to play on the same teams when they were kids. Scott and Donald went to literally hundreds of pro amateur sporting events together all over the U.S. and Canada. 
as soon as they were old enough to drive, they would go over to Sault Ste. Marie, Ontario and watch the powerhouse Greyhound teams of the 1990s. They talked at least daily via text and saw each other quite often. He would come and watch his daughter's hockey and soccer games, and his loss has been really hard on her because she really likes Scott. Donald was writing to me because he's seen who he believed at the time was Butch at Scott's funeral, and Butch Davis, as everyone knows here on the Gain Sports Show, and, was, and he was wondering if you guys were going to keep the show going. He said he was a big fan. He enjoyed listening every week, either live or when Scott put the show up on Podbean. He was looking for a response in that. I just took some few quotes from there as it was just the introductions. And as I mentioned at the beginning, Don, listeners, the Game Sports Show will be continuing in honor of Scott and in the vision that him and I had together to continue to grow the show. And I'm very happy that you've been able to reach out. But one thing that he mentioned, he said, quote, unquote, I just wanted to let you know that there are those of us who really enjoyed the game and maybe listening to you guys can help with some of this pain. Thanks and take care. You know, I've been told a lot since doing the show, and this is one of the more nicer things to hear that the Game Sports Show had this effect on, on Don and a lot of people. And I feel being a part of that with Scott is an honor. And if it wasn't for Scott, it wouldn't be what it was. Pursuing, proceeding forward, he brought forward a lot more to share. He said that he would think about it in terms of coming on the show. But then he went off into stories. Stories that you can pass on, quote unquote, to pass on to the listeners. Scott and I witnessed a lot of historic, great games and play over the years. From the 1980s LSSU Lakers to the Greyhounds of the early to mid-90s, we watched Mark McGuire in person the year after he set the single-season home run record. We watched Brett Favre, Sterling Sharp, Reggie White in the 1990s Packers in person. Many great Sioux Eagles teams and many great Sioux Thunderbirds teams. We even traveled one year to Blind River to watch a playoff series between the Beavers and the Eagles in 2010 and 2011. Now, I'm going to tell you something funny. That 2010 team, I was on. I'm not too sure if Donald knew that. I could go on for an hour. We went to U of M faced Michigan State and even took a wrestling match, took in a wrestling match when he lived down in the Memphis area and I, when I went to visit him. He wanted to take a few days and try to organize his thoughts. And if he didn't join on air, he'd love to write up some cool sports stuff for us to enjoy. So he continued. I wanted to share something with you that you may not have known about Scott. He always had a soft spot in his heart for the Canadian teams. His favorite baseball team has always been the Tigers, but he also loved the Montreal Expos. They were his second favorite team and his favorite National League team. Scott also liked the Leafs and used to wear a Leafs winter hat back in the 1980s and the kids would have him, would give him, sorry, a hard time. <laughs> Trust me, I can relate to that. We also both liked Edmonton growing up and would always watch Hockey Night in Canada back in the 1980s before cable TV. Our favorite players were, of course, Paul Coffey, Yari Curry, and number 99 himself. Scott also respond, responded to the Thunderbirds for being a top-quality NOJHL team. But other than the Eagles, his favorite all-time NOJHL team was the Manitoulin Islanders. Now, I'll, b before I continue, I never knew that. 
uh, from doing all the shows. I've chirped Manitoulin on my show numerous times, and I don't mean to do that because there might be some listeners that I played against in Manitoulin. Uh, I've had friends that played on Manitoulin, and I only chirped them because they used to get beat a lot. Uh, but Manitoulin Islanders, Scott loved them. Didn't know that fully. He did tell me that he enjoyed watching them, but to hear that his favorite team was the Islanders, I can't remember him telling me that. And I tried and tried to remember, couldn't. But continuing with what Don said, there were a traveling gong show. We even went over to the roads to watch them play the Thunderbirds, and the T-Birds killed them 15-0. Fun fact, I was on that 15-0 team for the Thunderbirds that won that game. But there was a probably dozen fights in that game. You can look back at that. There were some tillies. It was bonkers. And of course, he was a lifelong Greyhounds fan. We had so many good memories watching that team over the years. And I just wanted to share that with you, David. Thanks. Those are some of the stories that Donald shared with me. The stories about watching ball games, local sports, wrestling, and how close that they were watching it in sports, sports. And him and Don were connected through sports. Scott wasn't just connected, though, in sports with people. It's just because of the person that he was. And that he will continue to be in the hearts and minds of many. And with Donald sharing this, I am going to continue to bug him to come on these shows. Whatever edition I have, even if it's a random fun edition, I need to have more of Don's stories on here and hear more of the Scott Neeson stories. You know, every show would not need to be a Scott Neeson memorial. Scott wouldn't want that. But two shows isn't even enough. But to continue what he's done to for his voice recordings to be on the site, his greetings and salutations never to be said. But hear these stories. It is great to hear. And I will always continue to read them. If you have stories, let me know. I'll fit them in shows. I'll do a show. I'll do a post. I'll do whatever it needs to be done. But Donald, you need to come on the Game Sports Show. You need to. And share more of this background. Because some of these stories that I did not know about, I need to get into more. And hear more of these. Especially... When it came to, you know, talking maybe more about the Manitoulin Islanders, but also the U of M and Michigan State game. Oh, I can just imagine how Scott was in terms of energy. I appreciate the Don for sharing those stories uh, with us. I'm going to get into a few of my stories. We're about 22 minutes in here, and we still have about 15 minutes with Daniel Scarpino and probably about the same, if not a bit more, with EJ. So it is a little bit of a lengthier edition. So we hope that you can take the time to listen to this at its full capacity here on the Gain Sports Show, uh, Canadian edition of the Gain Sports Show, memorial tribute to Scott Nason, the heartbeat of the Game Sports Show, and business partner, my close friend, and close friend to many. On Friday of, uh, it would almost be a couple weeks ago now, the 7th, I spoke at a Sioux Eagles game, or a speech, it was a game between the Sioux Eagles and the Thunderbirds. And one of the toughest things I had to do, everyone knows that I'm a very quite the public speaker, and the ability to go through the motions to talk about what Scott and what he meant to me. <laughs> I had my fiance telling me, I had actually two and a half pages wrote. She told me that you, you can't do that. So I kept it actually to a page long, which is very difficult for me. And I could just hear Scott laughing in my head because all the time I used to joke about on air where I used to say, oh, I'll try to keep my comments under 15 minutes. Listen, I'm going to tell everybody one thing. On the Mondays for the last two years, I've had to do the 1400 AM recordings from the, my truck or my office here in the TGM studios. And 
<laughs> he, he even made a joke saying, oh, Dave's driving home in his truck again because my signal light because, you know, I'm following traffic rules. And every day I would leave work and Scott would text me, ready for a recording day, my friend? Good for a recording, my friend. Quote, unquote, the last Monday text that he mentioned to me was on, and I'm going to pull out the exact date here because I just look over to it. Monday, September the 26th. Are you good for a recording today, sir? Around four or so. Got about 20 minutes for you, if you can make it. Thinking Hounds, NOJHL brief, Jays playoff push, and Leafs training camp. I, of course, said yes. We agreed to record. Said, you you ready to go? I said, yep, all set. And we started recording. There were some more texts in between and after and more talk off air. But that was the last time that I was able to do a recording with Scott Nason. And today being Monday, October the 17th, a typical day where 1400 AM edition is uploaded. And as I mentioned earlier in this segment, that there'll be more information to that when appropriate. But <clears throat> today was the first day where I would leave work. It's actually been, of course, a couple weeks now when you think about it. But today hit more because knowing of this show recording and just not being able to do that recording with them. I take this I took the same route home today, not even by on purpose, by accident. The same route that I took home when I would do recordings with them. Just because that's what I was used to. And thought about the whole way home. The whole way home thinking about that. And going to what I said on Friday where I did speak at the Eagles game and the Eagles fan base it was great to see the recognition that they had and the recording effect this had on people. There's not enough words in the world to describe how many people are feeling and the effect that he had. And there's a lot of things I said that you can check on my personal Facebook post. I no longer have Instagram. The Gain Sports Show has Instagram. That's where I'm, I operate that page with four other people of the Gain Sports Show family, so it isn't just yours truly. But on my post, I, I'm going to bring up a few things so people can know how I met Scott. And I did talk about it briefly on the 1400 AM edition, and I did talk about it in my speech and on my post. So if you want to get into full detail of it, you could check out that. But I met Scott in, officially in 2015. I knew him before that a bit when I was playing hockey. But he helped me out, and he was my color commentator. Yes, he was my color commentator. I hosted and broadcasted a Sioux High Blue Devils game at Polar Stadium in Sioux City, Michigan. And I remember I almost corrected him but I didn't, and I told him I was going to, and he said, you're lucky you didn't. <laughs> and that's what started the friendship that him and I had together because it made me laugh. It made me feel less less anxious because this is Scott Nason. This is someone that Paul Van Wagner told me, this is this is somebody that's really leaned on, and you're the one doing the broadcast. It probably should have been Scott doing that broadcast, but thank goodness he was there for color because he, he definitely made me sound better because being a broadcaster of a game wasn't my forte at that time. It took a lot of practice to be able to get better over the microphone, and that's because of him. So I met him in 2015, officially, at the end of 2015. And after I was completed my contract with Eagle 95.1 to do the Sioux High Blue Devils games, I was asked by John, or by, sorry, by Paul Van Wagner to join Scott with coffee with the coach. And it was at breakfast, all-day breakfast McDonald's. It was every Monday. And I rolled up there with the Electric Avenue song in my truck blaring. And that's when he started calling me Mr. Electric Avenue, right from there, right from day one. And it was all joke on I, on air, but there were some tweets or some interaction about Mr. Electric Avenue, and that's where it stuck. 
It's all because of him. And in 2016, a month or two after recording, I told Scott, I said, I think we should change the name. He said, well, hey, it's been coffee with the coach for a long time. I don't know if I can. I said, well, now you got some new blood on there with you. <laughs> and he said, you know what, Dave? Good point. Let's do something with this. The game sports show was born from there, and it hasn't looked back. 1400 AM edition, it grew to all the editions that we have here in Canada. And fast forward now to 2022, we're still doing shows and will continue to do shows. We did shows at the Wicked Sister. We've done shows at Boston Pizza. We've done shows at the Norton Superior Brewing Company. We've done shows at Sports Center Bar and Grill. They're still a proud sponsor, of course, a longtime sponsor is Sports Center Bar and Grill. We've done recordings outside in terms of at Pier 55. There's been recordings inside of multiple studios, including Ecofy 95.1, as well as Sovereign Communications. The show has been a lot, has touched the airwaves uh, and the, it has been able to flow through your ears on speakers since the end of 2015 and coffee with a coach prior to that. The Game Sports Show has grew from two people, myself and Scott, to four, which had the original four horsemen, then all of a sudden grew to 14 members. And TGEM has expanded that family even more to that, to almost 20. And we consider that all the same family because we're all together. It's a common interest that we all share of providing content to you because of our passions. And a big leader into that was the strong root of Scott Nason bringing us and helping, keeping us all together and being a mentor to me on how to, you know, help keep the glue together. It was all him. And I'm still in complete disbelief and shock thinking this is not real, and I've said it numerous times, I'm pinching my left arm every second, waiting for him to text me saying, are you good for recording today, my friend? Or the Leafs choked again today, eh, brother? Or just call me brother, or just texting generally, just have a conversation. And I had the luxury of being a close friend to just a perfect individual. You know, and I remember in July 2021, this is in my, my elongated post as well on social media, I called him from here in Sault Ste. Marie, Ontario, and asked him to be the officiate at my wedding for myself and my fiancé. Um, myself and my fiancé are now following a, a religious ceremony or anything like that. We wanted someone to officiate us, marry us, and we're going to have certificates signed prior uh, to that. Spoiler alert to that to people that are coming to the wedding. And... People obviously knew that we were doing this, and there was nobody else I would want more than Scott Nason to be the voice of the that echoes through Thompson Farms on my wedding day, August 26, 2023. And he was so excited, and he even mentioned to me, he said, this is all from when I subbed in to be your color commentator with the Eagle 95.1 to look at what we've done together. We're close, we're partners, and he says, now I'm officiating your wedding. I'm honored, my friend, I'm honored. And I could still hear his voice in my head saying that as I stood outside my truck at my friend's house that night. And he wore many hats. He was so involved in the community, Chamber of Commerce, Director of Sports Involvement. Everyone knows the story of Scott Nason and what he did. His effect touched so many, and he was m meant by many to so many people. They, they don't make them like Scott. There will never be another Scott Nason. I would never try to replicate what Scott did. I would only be able to continue what he taught me and what our vision was together. And the game sports show, to have him, oh, we were so lucky. So lucky. You know, there's a lot of quotes that 
I brought up in terms of a speech and discussion from the speech of the Eagles game and my post and where I talked about in the 1400 AM edition and I'm hitting the 32 minute mark. Trust me. I know people are listening. They're probably anxious to hear from Daniel and EJ, but there's a quote that I said, and I'm going to bring it up to EJ a little bit later. There's a line that says, I wish there was a way to know you were in the good old days before you actually left them. You know, I'm going to obviously, from my end, continue the Gain Sportsal family is going to continue what we've done. And just being a close friend to Scott, remember all the times that we had. But what I would do just to go back to those good old days one more time. To hear his voice the one more time. And I could say the old points where hug your loved ones, respect and take care of your friends because you never know what tomorrow will bring. And you know what? Yeah, this may sound cliche. I'm only 31 years old, but as I do get older, I'm appreciating time more. I'm appreciating those in my life more than anything. And you're thankful for those that you have in your life. And I was thankful to be able to have Scott in my life. And I've posted about this, and Scott's sister said this in her eulogy at the funeral. How lucky am I to have someone to say so hard to say goodbye? Unbelievable. I will always cherish the friendship him and I had. And I said I would get into stories, and it was more talking about what Scott did, and I've kind of went off the rails in terms of where I went with these stories. But I talked to you about how we met, what the show was, what it's done, uh, and honestly, the, the officiate with my wedding story, there's been multiple tales in there, but multiple points that I really want people to take away and just know that Scott will never be forgotten. He will live on through the show. He'll live on through the minds and hearts of many because of everyone he was close to. And I know it took 33 minutes to get to this point, but to s Becky, I've gotten close with Becky as well. And something that really hit me at the, the funeral with Scott was that this is the happiest that he's been in the past few years. And you know what, Becky, he lo loved you so much if you if you are listening, and I'm so happy that I was able to meet you. And also, you know, he talks so highly about his kids and uh, his family, and to be able to actually talk to his dad, and I know his dad said he was gonna listen to this edition. It, when I was talking to his dad, I actually thought I was talking to Scott. My goodness, is that ever his dad? You guys resemble each other so much. But also all the friends are there. It was packed at the CS Mulder. It, the, the Eagles team came in and paid its respects. Scott meant so much to so many. And, you know, it, it's, it's been a struggle for the show for a lot of people involved. And we appreciate those with those kind words and the patience, especially with people not going to be getting back to each other or with the show taking its time as well, especially with show uploads. A post and stories that I can share wouldn't be long enough to get into, but one more, few more, or sorry, a few more stories I can get into briefly is across the river we went for my fiance's birthday. We've also had nights out across the river and bar hopping across the river, something that happened before COVID, of course, in 2019 and 2018. Being able to meet Scott's friends, Becky's friends, and go out to different bars with the frog and uh, the salve. And, you know, I remember 
when the song Wobble uh, came on at the Sav, and my fiance, girlfriend at the time, but now fiance, is an expert at doing the Wobble. And Becky and Scott, I remember they were astounded about what she was able to do. And it's a dance move. And Scott, that's the first time where him and I stood beside each other at the bar. We're having, or not the bar, so we're at the edge of the dance floor while Becky and Hannah were all socializing. And Hannah's my fiance, just so those people know who wonder who that, who people know who that is. They, Scott told me, my friend, we overachieved. <laughs> you, you're damn right we did. Uh, you're damn right we did. And Scott and I, we, the typical bar out nights with late night eats. And you just think of all the times when you were talking to him and another time where we went across the river for my fiance's birthday. Of course, I had a disgusting mustache because of November. And he, he even said, Dave, my goodness, that looks awful. <laughs> I, I've never had somebody say my mustache looks good. So for Scott to say, despite being the nice guy, is for him to say that, Dave, I think you should maybe consider shaving that. I, maybe I shouldn't be, ever do November. But he was somebody that when it came out to a night out of having fun and I bring up the bar outs and the drinking uh, moments and on the dance floor and all that and him cheersing with each other saying we overachieved because of that smile that he always had, that I still see. We both had drinks in our hands, and he said, we're going to take our show to new heights as much as we can together. And a most recent conversation that him and I had, and I want people to know that I was unable to attend his wedding due to COVID-19. And I was unable to attend his wedding, as I said, because of COVID, and... I have been unable to see him for the last two years because of COVID. Even our travel restrictions here in Tucson, Ontario, there was the Arrive Can app. There's been problems. I've been able to go to Milwaukee, Detroit somewhat this year, but we were unable to connect. So it's too much of a nuisance to go over. But finally, in, uh, finally, right before the end of September, the restrictions of getting rid of Arrive Cam happened. And on Monday, September the 26th, I mean, I had plans to do a recording in studio in the next following few weeks. And we were talking about what we're going to do the next week. And you always remember that last conversation. And there's times where we used to say I love to each other on the phone. There was times where we always just appreciated each other's, each other's friendship. There was never a disagreement. There was never any negative. And that's what I'm grateful for, that I always respected him and that I always treated him the way he deserved to be treated as a friend and he treated me the same, if not better. And there won't be a day that goes by that I don't think about him, and especially with doing this recording, this show. He's the one that taught me how to put the mixer together to utilize this program that I'm recording on with you. But overall, the stories that I can share of how we've met and the bar nights, the texting, I can go through a whole texting conversation and read those. But the best words for me to share are what he meant to me and knowing what he meant to you. Truthfully, for what he meant to everybody, not just myself. Greetings and salutations will be words that I hear forever, but will never be said on the show in an introduction. And it will sign off with him and him only. And being able to be a close friend to him and gotten to know everyone in his life is something in life that I will always appreciate and cherish. One thing that I 
made sure that everyone to talk to him about, though, was politics. And don't ever chirp the Chelsea football team. Even uh, Me not knowing soccer, I knew I met my match with that. But in the words of what I also said on, on Friday night, uh, October the 7th at uh, Polar Stadium, I'm going to take from the exact paragraph. I know I will, and many others will miss you, my friend. No one can replace the effect you had in a room, a broadcast, or as a friend overall. And how lucky am I, as well as others, to have something that makes saying goodbye so hard, something I've already mentioned in this point. Passing leaves a heartache that no one can heal, but leaves a memory that no one can steal. As Eleanor Roosevelt said, many people will walk in and out of your life, but only true friends leave footprints in your heart. Scott, you were extremely special in my life and in so many others. And those who are special never leave us even after they're gone. Rest in peace, brother. This is the Game Sports Show, Canada Edition, Memorial Tribute to Scott Nason. We're going to take a few moments and we're going to let Daniel Scarpino join us here. And then following Daniel will be EJ Russell. But now joining us here on the Game Sports Show, Canada Edition for this tribute Memorial Edition of the Game Sports Show for Scott Nason, David McKaig being joined now by Daniel Scarpino. Daniel, how's it going? I'm doing all right, Dave. How are you? You know... Doing okay. It's obviously been a obviously a battle for a lot of people the last few weeks, and you know you yourself and and Scott, you know, got really close the last few years in terms of a great addition that you both did uh, together uh, full time. Uh, you know, I remember the first show that you did. Actually, I I had the recording button on my Skype in the T Jam office, and you did your first edition, and I went outside. Uh, to do whatever the heck I was doing outside that day. Uh, it might have been to, to clean up the yard or some lame excuse to not have to talk soccer because everybody knows <laughs> how, how I would do on a soccer. <laughs> shit. Uh, just I remember opening the show on episode one uh, of full time and you know the full time came a little bit after. I know it was, a, it was called our soccer edition of first and then full time came a little bit after, but we'll just make sure we call it full time for the entirety because that's what it's known for. But I remember that first episode saying okay scott daniel you guys are gonna take it away thank you very much and i left it to you guys and then i got a text from yep. scott saying you didn't come back <laughs> so we just, <laughs> we just wrapped up the show so you can go ahead and record it on your end <laughs> so yep. i left you i left you guys hanging on your own edition but uh, oh it was so you know, good man it's uh certainly been a show that you guys have done a lot of and the soccer knowledge you both had the the chemistry was amazing and you know there was a as i mentioned at the beginning of this show there was a tribute show for the game sports show in usa through the 1400 a.m edition and we want to make sure we did one on the canadian side of the border of course and just to make sure we got uh, some other members that were close to scott and did shows with scott that were unable to attend that edition so i want to uh, give you the floor and we're going to go back and forth, I'm sure. But also I want you to share memories of Scott, talk about the show and everything that you can remember, because I know we're going to have a lot of listeners on this edition that are here to hear about Scott. And they're not here just about uh, me not knowing soccer. <laughs> they're here to yes. know about Scott and your background. <laughs> so I want you uh, to have the floor, my friend. Absolutely, Dave. And thank you so much. I appreciate it a lot. Um, yeah. I've had the pleasure of knowing, working with and and being able to call, Scott, my friend, for over two years. And when you, Dave, originally came, uh, had me come on to 
the game, uh, the game sports show as the soccer analyst, I was doing everything solo as, as you remember. And it was never to a point where I was ever overwhelmed because you were brilliant in allowing me to produce my content and do it as I could and upload it as I, as I could. And that being said, I, I did know that there was likely another Avenue that this could be taken with the soccer portion of the show, because it did have decent traffic in the beginning and viewership uh, in that domain as well, really from day one. But it was you, Dave, who, who approached me with the idea, and, and I won't forget you saying, and I, I'm probably paraphrasing you slightly, but he said, Scarps, what you're doing is is great, but I think we can go up another level. Do you think that you'd be willing to have your own show sort of thing in terms of a soccer segment? And before, uh, you know, I'd even responded to that, I, I did think to myself, I thought, wow, that's, that's going to be quite a lot, isn't it? And it was before I could even say that when you said my buddy Scott Nason is a huge soccer guy and you guys would absolutely kill it together. You'll love him and he'll love you. It'll be perfect. And knowing you for the majority of my life, Dave, it just seemed so right. And I really trusted that this direction that we were going to go in would be the right one. So obviously I said, yes, of course. And and, and I remember the first time that I got to record with Scott, as you just mentioned uh, a little earlier, was the three of us. And uh, right after the show, and, I, and I, I can't forget it because like you said, you know, he said, oh, I don't really need to be a part of this. You guys are unreal. And, uh, you know, I remember sharing that laugh with Scott in that moment. And from there, we developed a, a great friendship. And of course, that was based around soccer, but it was also based around, you know, Dave, so many other facets of life. And I've been telling a lot of people that I don't have a most memorable moment with Scott, but just the the times where we would spend before and after recording talking about life, his kids, family, other sports, all of these things. And we only ever disagreed on one point, by the way, and that was on you know who the better team in London was between my Arsenal and his beloved Chelsea. Uh, but in, uh, in everything Scott did, he was just a beautiful person and as genuine as they, as they come. And I have to say that I think a big moment for Scott, myself, and the show, as you alluded to it just a moment ago, Dave, was when we uh, rebranded it from the Game Sports Show Soccer Edition to full-time. It was when we did that where we wholeheartedly felt, Scott and I, that we had honestly created something big because the views we were getting were excellent, the feedback was outstanding, and it was something that was truly ours, if that makes uh, that makes sense. And I think it probably goes without saying, but each and every one of us at the game, we could sit for hours or even days, really, and just talk about the memories we had with Scott and the person he was, but we also must recognize that even doing that wouldn't do justice for how remarkable Scott was as a person. And I truly feel as though the value of a person, it's, it's often measured by what they've done here on earth during their time here. And if you think to what Scott has done, not just for us personally or the brand, but what he has done in his own life, he is an individual who quite literally is impossible to not revere. So that's obviously a huge testament to him, uh, an incredible person in Scott. And, and really, uh, I just I want to thank you, Dave, for giving me the opportunity to meet such an incredible person in Scott, because, uh, again, you were the catalyst in, in to which a great friendship was formed between the two of us. And, and I will miss the constant texting back and forth between Scott and I and the wonderful conversations about footy and everything else to do with life itself, the, the text of, oh, did you see that? Or, or man, this day of footy is wild. You know, these are the text messages truly that uh, I'm going to miss. And I already miss a lot. It was those little interactions, Dave, that, that, you know, really defined, I would say the simplistic beauty of the friendship that Scott and I had. And it's always difficult to make sense of anything when you, 
lose someone so close to you and especially when that person meant so much and did so much for you but I just want to once again offer my deepest condolences to the Scott's family his, his friends and everybody who loved him he was an exceptional human being and, and it was a privilege honestly to call him my friend and I know here at the game we will always honor Scott by continuing to do the work that he had been so heavily invested in and I will continue to pray for all of those who who are connected to Scott, particularly his family, and, and I will keep his memory in my heart forever. And I would say that, Dave, really the, the one thing that directly kind of connects each of us here is, is, is this show and how we've all been able to flourish because of it. And I want to thank you and, and all the guys at the show for, for what you've done. And, uh, and may God continue to bless Scott and his entire family. I keep going back to that, but we continue to move forward with, with carrying on his, his brilliant legacy and, I want to also say thank you to everyone who's reached out with their condolences, offers of prayer, and their support of everyone here at the show. We we sometimes get disconnected, uh, I suppose, Dave, because we, we get caught up in our own lives. But uh, it truly has meant the world to all of us, uh, for everyone who's reached out. And I'll just close this out, Dave, and hand it back over to you by saying that I will miss uh, my friend Scott, uh, my favorite co-host, and ultimately here at, at the brand, uh, our leader. Um, alongside you so um, moving forward now the the plans for for full time they are paused temporarily um, there's no definitive date for when things are going to restart obviously it's still a bit of a grieving process just from a full-time perspective for me uh, but uh, as the time comes around we will update everyone when the, the show will resume and how that's actually going to look because we're not entirely sure yet but uh, again just thank you so much Dave and I want to say thank you to everyone who, who's listened today. And uh, again, uh, our best thoughts and wishes and prayers to, to Scott and his entire family. You know, Dan, you've always been very well-spoken, professional, and you hit the nail on the head on a lot there. And honestly, you know, when you first came on the family with the Game Sports Show, I remember, the, I believe the first recording was at a former sponsor of ours uh, here in Sault Ste. Marie, Ontario, right in the, in the brew house there. And, yes. and, you know, when you were talking soccer, local soccer, I remember sitting there saying, fuck, I got no idea <laughs> how I can respond to, to my, and as everybody maybe or may not know, Dan and I are cousins. Uh, so that's how we've known each other and grown up. We're of course, close cousins and uh, of course, keeping in touch through sports. And then when obviously what you're doing with soccer in the community and what Scott knows about soccer and hearing you speak soccer and having you join the family here on the game sports show was an honor in itself, but being able to connect you two was just a match main match made. It's made sense right from the start there. The chemistry was absolutely unbelievable and if if there's anybody who hasn't listened to full-time yet there are the episodes on the website they're on spotify they're on all the platforms uh, podbean in particular obviously was the one that scott was really plugging out of course for uh, his additions which i did touch on pod uh, on podbean on the first segment of the, of the of the show but you can check out the website thegainsportshow.com and under the episodes tab there will be that information um, as i did mention at the beginning as well there is going to be an update to our website on the gain sports show is going to be laid out it was a uh, mine and scott's vision 
actually of how we want it to be. And it will be more laid out and cleaner when you're looking for a particular edition that you want to enjoy. And all the previous full-time episodes will be up on there. So I know those would like to listen to uh, the previous editions. They're there. And as Scarps just alluded to, you know, the, the world cups around the corner for soccer, there is soccer news to get into, but at this current time, it's just a matter of ensuring that when we do relaunch a full-time and it'll always be a piece of Scott in there, but we want to make sure that we do it appropriately and correctly and not just in honor of Scott, but make sure that we provide the best content that we can. And it's not going to be Dave McKay co-hosting with Daniel Scarpino. I want to, I want to squash those right now. I, I would certainly assist and reopen again and do all that. But when it comes to talking soccer, uh, there will be other plans for that, but at this current time, as, as Scarps alluded to, it is currently uh, paused. So anyone looking for those full-time additions, they will come again. They are to come again, but we'll wait until we're able to give those announcements. I am speaking on behalf of Dan again for that, but you know, Scarps, I, I remember talking to Scott and I know you only have another handful of minutes here. You know, EJ is going to be joining us shortly here on the game sports show, Canadian edition for the Memorial to Scott Nason. And speaking of, you're going to coach for soccer uh, after you're uh, done with, uh, with your, with your segment here. But I remember talking to Scott and after your first recording, him telling me, Dave, you were right. This, this is perfect. Daniel is a natural. He, he is fantastic on the recording. And, you know, I remember talking to him each week, of course, numerous times throughout the week, as all of us did. But when we did connect and I uploaded his recent full-time edition, I listened to every show that basically goes up except my own. I don't listen to my own voice. People may not believe that given how much I talk. Uh, but you, you, the additions that you two had, the chemistry was just, just amazing. And I know when it came World Cup time, he was really pulling for Canada to make noise. Remember recently talking about soccer yes. a few weeks ago before or prior to his death, uh, of course, uh, that there was a lot of hope for Canada to do well at the World Cup this year, Scarps. And they have a team that could be exciting. I remember Scott saying this is going to be a very exciting team to watch. He complimented Alfonso Davies a lot. And just kind of what the team has put together there in Canada, how soccer has grown in Canada. And it is great to see you guys had so much to talk about. If it was national local, of course, there's a lot to touch on from both uh, more so on the Canadian side of the border, I would say at the current time, but you know, there was always something to connect on and he was very excited to see what Canada was going to do at the world cup this year. Well, he was, and uh, those conversations were, were just beautiful. And uh, we often talked about how Canada was going to be there at this World Cup. And we talked about 2026 so often because Canada, the States, and Mexico are hosting. But uh, we talked often about Canada uh, being there, the United States being there, the wonder of this World Cup, and that we were going to be recording every week. Um, unfortunately, obviously, that's not going to happen now with Scott. Hopefully, we can make that happen elsewhere in his memory. But yeah, we, we had these beautiful conversations. And again, as I mentioned earlier, was the um, it was the simplicity, Dave, of our of our friendship that was so wonderful and so beautiful. And again, uh, hopefully uh, th this World Cup lives up to its hype. But I know for sure uh, Scott will be will be watching somewhere, someplace. No doubt about that. 
Definitely. You know what? I didn't really know much too much about soccer. Obviously, and I'm not saying that as a everyone says, well, you're a sports guy. You should know everything. Listen, people, I can't know every <laughs> inside out. All right. But I could tell you from a soccer perspective, I'm an Inter fan. So I know Scott would kind of trip <laughs> about that a little bit. And I am a Messi fan, which when he played on Barcelona, I like to say Barcelona, but it's Barcelona. Uh, and and this just as much as knowledge I can give, if I ever tried to compete with Scott or even yourself, Dan, with, with soccer, it would just be an absolute destruction. Um, and <laughs> the re- and I'm, I'm happy to say that because it was great to see what you both did on radio and on the, on the, on the broadcasts. And it was very special. And I encourage everyone, if you haven't listened, to go check them out, even though they're quote unquote dated position uh, postings or content. Trust me, it's all still relevant to the stories. The, the realism of that podcast a full time was was fantastic. So as Scarps alluded to, there will be an announcement in the future. I don't have a we don't have a date in terms of what that will be, but I do anticipate more not like 10 years down the road i don't want anyone to think it's going to take that much time of course but you know there's going to be something in the near future i would imagine in terms of uh, the full-time edition of what's going to happen there uh, but dan you know i will any final words or memories you want to get out before we uh, sign you off uh, for your segment here for your tribute to scott uh, i would say this dave that that the, the two years that Scott and I had this wonderful friendship and, and the little under two years, I suppose that we, uh, or I guess it would be about two years that we recorded together. I think everything that needed to be said was, was on those podcasts, was on those shows and everything that we shared together uh, behind the scenes was sometimes it just needs to be left at that. And uh, again, Scott was a unique person. He was a wonderful person. He was a caring person. And I think that when you say these sort of things about a human being, I just think that it goes to speak volumes about their character. So, uh, as I mentioned uh, previously, that I am I deeply miss my my friend Scott. Uh, we all do, and we all are all still hurting, and it's going to hurt for quite some time. And once we get the ball rolling once again, it's going to feel a little bit weird. And I think it's important that we're honest with ourselves uh, about that. But at the same time, uh, I think everything that Scott and I shared that we put out in terms of the content, uh, it was 100% worth preparing for. It was worth digging into. It was worth studying for. It was worth preparing 100 notes for. uh, And I would do it all over again. And uh, yeah, to share it with someone like Scott, I wouldn't have wanted to do it with anybody else. And again, Dave, I can't thank you enough for allowing me to have that opportunity with Scott. And again, above above making a, a great show that turned you know, from basically from nothing into something, uh, you allowed us to have a great friendship. So thank you for that again. And again, may, may Scott rest in peace. Uh, brother, very much. So, and I would do it over and over again. I know Scott enjoyed his time with you as much as everything that was going on here with the game sports show. And I will say confidently, I know from both of us knowing Scott, I know he would certainly want us to keep this going given his personality of what he is but I'm sure others and even he would understand the the time that we've taken and making sure that when we do, as you would say, um, and no pun intended get the, get the ball rolling again with full time in particular or other shows uh, that we do it at the best of our comfort. We want to make sure that we give the content that we can, but also do it correctly because of the, the listeners that we've had. And Dan, I'm speaking on behalf of you here again, but we have certainly uh, definitely, you know, built a, a good, uh, a good listener base. And we want to make sure that we not only live on the legacy of Scott, but also give when we have everything in the ball rolling again, that it is the content that they deserve to hear in memory of Scott and what him 
what he has started, I have started, what we all have started here on the Game Sports Show for a number of years, two years for full time, and for at the end of 2015 is when we started the Game Sports Show, essentially. So, you know, that's hitting seven years going into our eighth year as Coffee with the Coach slash transition to the Game Sports Show. So, it's a brand that we take pride on, and we list, we appreciate what everyone has done. And Dan, I wouldn't have changed anything for the world because Scott certainly loved and enjoyed talking to you and doing the shows with you. And I'm happy that he was actually able to share soccer knowledge, his, ex- his amazing soccer knowledge with a yes. coach that was able to share that with, because I can tell you, I'm sure it was hurting him that I couldn't talk any soccer. Uh, <laughs> yeah. I'm sure it was really hurting him. But uh, he certainly enjoyed it. So, Scarps, I, I know you uh, you got to step away. So I want to say thank you for taking the time for this uh, 15, 20 minutes so to share your experiences with Scott and also an update from a full-time perspective. And we will be seeing you on uh, video soon as well because video will be getting launched as well. But in terms of the sound waves, the, air, the audio waves or listening or through your speakers or whatever, uh, we did answer the question about full-time if it is or not continuing. And the plan is to, but we want to make sure we do it right with giving it a right announcement so i appreciate you bringing that update forward uh but we look forward to getting you back on to that show uh when appropriate but ultimately taking the time to share the the memories with scott because uh even though 15 20 minutes isn't enough time people do appreciate to hear them and uh you two definitely had a bond like no other with soccer and it was great to hear thank you brother and thank you for that opportunity it meant a lot to me and thank you to everyone who listened here uh on uh, on this particular show it's much appreciated Awesome. So we'll let Daniel step away and we're going to take a few moments of pause and I'm going to introduce EJ Russell here on the Game Sports Show, Canada edition, Scott Nason tribute. Now joining us, EJ Russell, one of the original four horsemen of the Game Sports Show here on the Game Sports Show, Canada edition, the memorial tribute to Scott Nason. EJ, how's it going? Uh, I'm doing good. My voice sounds a little hoarse. Um, you know, unfortunately, with this being a very somber episode, um, when this clip is being recorded, I actually just got married two days ago on Saturday. But uh, so things there are good. But um, we are here to enjoy and pay tribute to the memory, the man, the myth, the legend, Scott Nason. And uh, that's why we're here. Yeah, and EJ, I want to say congratulations on Thank getting you. married. Of course, when we have a more, uh, we'll get back to some regular recordings. We'll get back to, uh, we'll talk a bit more about the details as that, as I'm sure you'll have a good amount to share. Yeah, we're not here for me. Then. No, we're we're going to be talking about somebody uh, who was very, very close to us. Of course, everyone knows the story with myself. We don't need to get into that. The reason why uh, I wanted to bring you in here, you know, we had the memorial tribute for the 1400 AM edition that we weren't able to get everybody that we wanted on it. And uh, believe it or not, it wasn't even yours truly fully running it at the time, given the, the location of the station and being in United States, I'm Canada, as everybody knows, when it comes to hosting the show, there's a lot of legalities behind things. So the EJ Russell, I've given this on numerous editions and I talked about it on the tribute show in the United uh, the United States edition, but you know, EJ had a very unique way of getting on the show and I'm going to let EJ talk about that, of course, but you know, there, there's a lot that we can, that we can share and EJ is going to have the opportunity to share that here. So, you know, we had, we heard some good updates and stories from Daniel Scarpino who hosted full-time with Scott and EJ, I'm going to give you the floor to talk about your memories with Scott, you and I will go back and forth. I'm sure on a lot, given the connection that we had, but 
you will have a lot to say. You know, you are in radio right now. We, I would like to say that it is because we of- can talk. We can talk about it a little bit, though. Yeah, yeah we can talk definitely. about. My, I, I talk to my work. We can discuss what I do there. Yeah, definitely, and that's and that's good to hear. And I would like to say that it was me and Scott, but let's be real, it was Scott that uh, got you on to the show. And I, I remember showing up at the Wicked Sister one day, and there's EJ Russell joining the show. This guy who argued across the bar but like i said i'm going to get your your view on that and you know you're continuing to do radio today and it's it's just great it's it's been a ride you've been one of the original members of the show and i want to hear everything that you got to share about scott as do the listeners well first of all it's an honor to be known as one of the original four horsemen and that is something that i know the chi jim family does not take lightly that is that's uh Quite an honor to be amongst, uh, you know, the Mount Rushmore of the game, I guess we, you might call it. I'll, I'll put myself up there. Why not? Yeah. yeah uh, but uh, right in the middle there, Scott Nason. Uh, you know, I like telling personal stories. It's what I do. I always add a little personal to it. That's why I mentioned that I got married. I always like sharing my life with the listeners. And, uh, you know, the story of how Scott and I met is pretty funny. And I'll go into full detail. No free ads. In them. This isn't an ad for anybody. This is just the fact. But. You know, when I moved to when I was living in Sault Ste. Marie at the time, I was managing Team Wireless store, um, Verizon Wireless retailer there. And I would used to go to the Wicked Sister two or three times a week because I'm not I'm originally from Cleveland, as you all know. But uh, I love living here in Upper Michigan. And so I would go to the Wicked Sister every once in a while. And, and they usually didn't go on Mondays. Mondays was usually my longer day. And I just go home after work. Well, this particular Monday, I'm like, you know, what? I'm going to go there. Check it out. And the world's favorite bartender, Scotty Two Hotties, behind the bar. Everyone's favorite bartender. Uh, if you if you don't know Scotty, you should. Um, and I'm like, Scotty, you know, what the hell's going on here? And he goes, Oh my God, Eugene. I'm sorry, Scott, if you hear this, I have to do this because your voice is far more flamboyant than mine. This isn't meant to make fun of him. This is just to illustrate somebody else. Scotty goes, Oh my God, EJ, you're going to love these guys. It's a sports show. Sit down. I'll get you up here. Just listen. And I'm butchering it. He sounds much manlier than this, but uh, <laughs> sorry, buddy. He actually texted me congratulations the other day. So if he's mad about this impression, I'm sorry. I know it's bad, but, but so I sit down and I, I lean in back and uh, Scott Nason, who I didn't know at the time, but this bald guy will say, uh, and this handsome young man with a thick Canadian accent, are, are at this table with headphones on, similar to what I'm wearing today. You know, your two ear pieces, a boom mic coming out, plugged into a, a soundboard with an eagle 95. Was it 95.1, right? Eagle 95.1 yeah. banner. Uh, well, I get confused now because we own an eagle, but I won't give the call letters. That's not necessary. Um, but yeah, it was eagle 95.1. And, and I'm listening to these guys, and, and I remember the first topic was the Pittsburgh Steelers. And you started going off about Ben Roethlisberger, Antonio Brown, and Juju Smith-Schuster stat lines. And I remember, I'm sorry, buddy, to do this to you too. You misquoted all of them. And I'm just like, all right. He's, like, that's when my ears perked up is when I heard that. And you were like, you were really close. It just wasn't perfect. You know, I just, it's the way my brain works, guys. I'm crazy with numbers. And he was off by like 20 yards. Like, he wasn't even far off. He's just a little off. And, uh. So now my ears perk up. They go to a commercial break. They come back. Now they're talking about shootouts in the NHL. And and for those that listen to any show that Dave's on, at the time, Dave and, and Scott were like, I believe, super anti-shootout. It, it, it Games shouldn't be decided by a, a novelty or whatever you guys were saying. 
Now, at this point, when you guys start arguing about this, I don't know if you remember, but I go, you guys are both wrong. And do you remember what Scott said? I I did say it. I want you to say it. I, I believe I said Scott, it on the 14th. I think Scott looked me dead in the face and he goes, apparently one of the patrons at the bar has something he'd like to add, sir. Would you like to contribute? That's it. Yeah. And I go, I go, yes, I would. Again, I'm like four beers deep. So my confidence is high, you know? <laughs> I'm like, I would love to contribute, first of all, to go back. And this was like 20 minutes earlier you guys had said this. And I'm like, first of all, the stat lines you gave for Ben Roethlisberger, Antonio Brown, and whatever it was, I don't remember the exact players, but I'm like, the stat lines were this many throws, this many completions, this many yards, this many touchdowns he actually caught for this many yards. <laughs> and, okay, by the way, guys, here's why you guys are both wrong about shootouts and hockey. And I went into this elaborate explanation. It probably took me three, four minutes to explain. This was like, probably the worst piece of radio in the history of the game sports because it's just some drunk guy yelling in the background. And so I go on this big rant about, and I don't remember the year, Dave, you can fact check this, but it might've been like 2005, 2006. The New York Rangers were playing the Washington Capitals. I remember Ole Kolzig was their goaltender back then. And they were in like the 20 something round of the shootout in Madison Square Garden. And so finally they put up this guy, Merrick Malik. His number was eight. He hadn't scored a goal all year. Look up the clip. I can still remember the sound bite from it. But anyways, Malik hadn't scored all year. In on goals, goes between his legs, scores over Colzik. It was one of the greatest goals ever to win the game in the 26th round of the shootout. That guy just puts his hand up in the air like he was the king. And I'm like, this moment never happens. And fans don't get to see a win like this and have a moment like this without shootouts. And you're in Scott's jaws, which is on the floor. <laughs> November 20, and, uh, 2005 was that shoot. Uh, and so Scott goes, uh, we'll be right back. Goes to a break. And, and politely, and this is the first thing Scott ever said to me, other than trying to catch a drunk guy slipping. He goes, you know a little bit about sports, don't you? I go, I, yeah, I think so. He goes, don't leave. I'll come talk to you when we're done. And he invited me back to the show afterwards. He's like, why don't you come on next week and we'll put a headset on you. And of course, me being a, a cocky son of a bitch. Hey, you put a headset on me. I'll be back every week. And I ha and I almost haven't missed the show since. It's been very few shows that I do miss. Um, and uh, yeah, that's how I got uh, to the part of this family is Scott tried to catch a drunk guy. Slipped. And you didn't slip. You glided and you soared into the night, my friend. Yeah. That was a, a hell of an intro. <laughs> Literally great. That's probably the best intro. It's not as bad as when Justin Heichel had to go on live radio and butch threw him under the bus about the Cleveland Cavalier uh, right? general manager on live radio. I remember Hike's face, red, staring. When at Butch threw me down the butt, threw me under. Oh, you, you know you're talking about? Uh, no, and he threw Heichel under the bus about the. G oh, he did that. Cavalier. He did that to me with uh, Ty Lu. I said something bad about Ty Lu. He's like, you want me to call him? You want to say that to him yourself? I'm like, yeah, Butch, give me Ty Lu's number. He wouldn't do it. <laughs> you know, and Scott he always said that yourself and Butch had that argue, argumentative kind of chemistry that you guys you guys didn't truly art want to dislike each other. That wasn't a thing, but you did want to argue each other. You know, that, oh, that, yeah. that, was, that was for sure. And Scott loved every second of it. Well, and what a lot of people don't know, and Scotty loved this part is we'd get done with the show and we'd sign off and everybody be quiet for a second. And then Scott would come on and be like, all right, guys, we're done. Thanks, Butch. Thanks, EJ. Thanks, Dave. And Dave would take his headset off or he'd leave it on sometimes for this. <laughs> and I'd be like, hey, Butch, before you go, and we'd spend, what, five, ten minutes just going back and forth, Butch and I just arguing. Again, just like we were on the show, but nobody could hear. 
it was just Butch and I bitching on the basically on a phone call while Scott sat there and laughed his ass off. And then finally, he's like, all right, we got to go. And he just hang everybody up. <laughs> Literally, I wish I would have kept those sound bites. And I, I know Scott always told me, I wish we would have kept a lot of those. The, the things right. we kept and recorded, God, now when you look back at it, it's like, oh, those, wouldn't those have been good to keep now because of the involvement that we had, of course. But, yeah, you know, you, you, you had scott that we were at eagle 95.1 and i touched on this a bit the growth at the beginning of this segment and in my posts and on the 1400 edition i've been able to get into multiple stories and we were on the eagle 95.1 station and i remember we were doing a recording and this isn't free ads like ej said we're just speaking facts here this this show is just life this is this this is life this is a real tribute show this is giving everyone the facts and if anyone wants to bill me or charge we're saying we're saying a business name it's just because it's the way things happen exactly i'm just gonna and girls i'm just gonna ignore people if they get their businesses if they expect me to pay or why i said their business name i'll just ignore it and delete it so Eagle 95.1. We'll, we'll bleep it out later if you don't want the free ads. So shut up. Exactly. Eagle Fly 95.1 was where we started the show. And I said that station now six times. So free ads. And I remember the call. It was the four horsemen. It's how he introduced us. And that's why I said that's why I said that a few times here with us. And he said, we have an offer to go to Sovereign Communications to do ESPN 14. I remember that call. And I remember when Scott texted me that day, he says, Dave, I got some big news. I'm saving it for when EJ and Butch are on the phone. Though. I, I think I already know what they're going to say, and I already know what you're going to say, but I'm curious about what Butch is going to say. I think Butch might disagree. Didn't. <laughs> he, he def- no one did it. No. Uh, but Scott said, we have an offer to go to ESPN 1400 AM radio to be on the prime 6 PM to 8 PM slot Monday inside sovereign communication studios, nice new building. We can do some on live location, but it's going to be in studio and I'm the sovereign communication building, which the game sports USA is still through for the 1400 AM edition through Monday nights. Of course, there was no known addition that I was obviously a part of or anything this week. There's still some to be determined there as we discussed at the beginning of this show that I kind of alluded to, but inside studio, we're inside this, we've got two big microphones, a guest microphone, and Scott's got this bigger computer, nice new gear. There's a kitchen there's, and I'm not sure be nothing if you go find 95.1. That's where it all started. Kudos. I'm happy what they did for us, but obviously with Sovereign, what they invested into their building was was amazing. And we, I remember Scott looking at us, or Scott looking at me, is saying, "Look what we did, Dave. Look what happened." And, and Scott, Scott, the, the best thing Scott ever brought to the game entertainment media, the TGM Network, were the letters ESPN. When he made that phone call, he's like, "Hey guys, let's talk about this." Scott's like, "EJ, what do you think?" I'm like, "You had ESPN, bro. Like, let's do this." And Butch is like, "Absolutely." And yeah, Butch, Butch is like, word. "Butch said the same thing as me." He's like, "Why are we even talking about this?" <laughs> Literally. And Butch, when he only says one word, you know that that he's serious. He I said, think "He just answered yes." <laughs> and Scott's like, "Oh, okay then." So what do I tell the? This is like the first time Butch and I ever agreed. I said, simple. You let them know two weeks notice. I, I was, I'm in HR. So to give them two weeks notice and, and we move on. Uh, like, and then who cares what we tell them? Like we're in ESPN. Yeah. That's what I, I thought that was, that was the name. And I remember when we did the announcement, viewership went up over 38%. I'm giving people exact numbers. And as the it year was like overnight. Yeah. We, it, it increased our show and the credibility. And that's again, no offense to Eagle 95.1. We're not putting down any station at all here or we're not, 
giving anyone, like I said, we're just speaking facts here. No, let's, 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 let's be honest though. If you want to be a sports show and you're on any radio station, I don't care if it's the most popular station in the world. If you get offered a lesser station that comes with the letters ESPN, it's pretty hard to say no. 100%. And, and we that's got, what that, that was fully what we did. And we got aired more than just in Sioux, Michigan after. So And and what's his face over there? Tim Ellis still running the Eagle. Does a great job. Him and his wife do a fantastic job. Fantastic. I'm still friends with Tim. He's and great. Great people. Great people, too. And who and who introduced me to Tim? Of course, Scott Nason. Scott Nason. You know, and then of course Paul Van Wagner, which I believe you met him a few times. Did you I've know? been on his show in Blacksburg because of who? Scott Nason. Scott Nason. Scott. And I'll go off on a rant here. Like, so what Dave was talking about earlier, and we choose not to talk about this on the show very often because it's just a politeness thing for me. Between I love being on the air with with you people. I love putting stuff together for you people with Dave, with Hike, with Tyler, with whoever it may be in the network. Um, and I love what I do. Um, I work for Radio Results Network, and there are groups, 17 stations over here in the in the central eastern end of the Upper Peninsula. Um, and that show or my ability to get hired on that station or that group of stations is solely because of the work that Scott Nason put into allowing me to be a part of his network. And when I like, like Dave and I get on this and Dave tried to give me, Dave wanted to go in like this big, all right, here's what we want the show to be. I'm like, Dave, leave a horse water and I'll drink. And I got that from Scott. You know, Scott invited me to do color commentaries for the Brimley Bay is eight man football. I'd never done color commentary in my life. Now I know football. I think you listeners know I know a little bit about what I'm do talking you? about. Yeah. And uh yeah, right. Do I am uh, laugh? I'll tell you what though, for a sneak peek of those in there listening in the pocket. Uh, my picks were terrible this week. Um but no, Scott gave me that ability to learn how to just play off of other people, how to bounce off of somebody else, how to look them in the eyes. And know, hey, they're about to be done speaking. When to nod your head. What hand signs mean what? I mean, there is an art to doing this. I mean, we're we're here doing a Zoom right now. And there's a common courtesy of you mute your mic when you're not on the air. And you know who did that? Scott would do that when we were in Wicked Sister. If you weren't speaking, he muted your mic. And it was, there's just a way to control the flow of, of of what it is we do on any of those. And we all learned that from Scott Nason. And I would never have gotten the chance to sell media um, for Radio Results Network without Scott Nason. They hired me because of my podcast experience. And all of that existed, my radio experience, all of that existed because Scott Nason tried to catch a drunk guy slipping in a bottle. And, and we still talk about that to this day on intros that that happened. And it is a funny story. And if you were there, you'd remember it because it, it was just, it was the perfect moment of who is Dave, who is Scott and who is me. And it just, and, and you knew right that second, we're like, holy shit. We just took a match to gasoline. We got something here. You know, it was a moment. And uh, that wouldn't happen without Scott Nixon. You know, and Scott, always spoke highly about you and he was always very excited. I never know why he, and he was always so excited to hear what your reaction was going to be about the Cleveland Browns, especially after every recording on Monday. And just so people know, we we're doing this recording right now, October the 17th at 6 38 PM right now. And we're doing a pre-recording and today for some reason hit a little bit harder driving home because this is the day that Scott and I would have recorded 
on the way home from work. And for the last This year is the half, original time slot for the game sports show. 100%. This is the slot, six to eight. This was what, or was it five to seven? I don't remember. Six to this eight. was our slot. Six to eight. Yeah, it still is six to eight. It, it's still, yeah, this is the slot. This is it. And the, I remember for the last year and a half, because of damn COVID not being able to travel, I had to do recordings in my truck while driving home. And today I take the same route, like just out of habit. And you just start thinking, you look at the time, it's four, it was 4.30 driving home. And that's when Scott would have called and we would have been in my truck until five off air, on air, talking, doing pre-recordings or Dave, okay, I'm going to have to call you in studio or whatever we would have done. And just taking that way home today, hit a little bit extra hard because he- I think of the show that we're doing tonight and it's the effect and what we've built as a, as a family, EJ, it's like, there's just no measure. Well, I mean, yeah, go back and listen to like Scott's ability to adapt. I remember when I first started working with you guys on the original show. I I went to Cleveland for a vacation and Scott's like, EJ, how can we get you on this week's show? It wasn't, hey, we'll see you when you get back. I remember sitting in my parents' den, their office, with my headphones on doing a podcast. My parents had a house party going on and people walked by. They're like, what's EJ doing? And he's like, always oh, doing a podcast and it'll be done in an hour. Like, <laughs> I... I his ability to accommodate, he, he taught us how to accommodate appropriately. I mean, like, without Scott's ability to accommodate back then, and what did we use back then? Skype. I mean, we now we have a better tool, Zoom. It's a much more manageable product for us, no free ads. Um, but the ability to adapt and find a way to create the show and create content, that drive comes from Scott. Scott's offset. You see, and honestly, the big thing that started happening, podcasting, nobody knows this fact. And I didn't think I would bring this up until, you know, another time. I know I didn't bring it up at the intro. I did plan to, but it kind of it got lost because of everything I was talking about. Podcasts, the first podcast ever to be recorded was in 2004. Okay. And that was the beginning of podcasting. You can go down from- This is fact checked. This is fact checked. All right, the better would be because you know me, I like accuracy. This There's inter internationalpodcastday.com. I looked this up today actually. And it's September 30th is actually International Podcast Day. Unfortunately, the Game Sports Show was not able to celebrate International Podcast Day because Scott did pass on September the 29th. And a few of us didn't learn about it until the, the September the 30th as well. So, you know, I got some questions saying podcast, the game sports show, you guys didn't do an upload. And then when people saw why we weren't uploading, what was going on, it became evident from that point. But from podcast, I remember saying to Scott, are we the first podcast to like ever come out? Because Scott and I started doing this in 2016. He said, Dave, no, no, no. The podcasts go back way back. Yeah. We've been getting killed for a while. Yeah, uh, we, and, but if you think about it, we started podcasting before there's a lot of names of people that I can start bringing out with. before you knew who Barstool was. Yes. Yes. Barstool. We, Joe now, I'm not saying that they didn't exist, but before most of you knew who they were kind of is when the podcast started from our side, you, you didn't know who Joe, Joe Rogan experience was yet. 
No, and we podcasting was not really popular until more so 2018. I want to, and that's not fact checked. The last five years, yeah, the I'd last, say five, last five years, yeah, and it got bigger during COVID, right? Because of not being able to go in studio and and whatnot. Yeah, I didn't get I didn't get huge into podcasts until COVID. I'd agree with that. Yeah, and and that's the thing where I remember talking discuss that we got something here, and then the game sports show in 2020, the vision of T Gem, and I've went into this already with my posts and talks and. The, the family was the key thing with Scott that he made. He even taught me a bit more. He, he grew you to be who you are in radio myself, but the key word to him was family with this. Right. And that's how my mindset and how we all are. If the gain sports show has a, has an issue, it isn't just a one person issue. It's everybody and everybody helps each other. And that is what Scott was. Scott had that effect. He, he helped this whole family that we have, is the perfect the perfect chemistry of everything in terms of different sports, different broadcast personalities from all angles. We talk every sport, literally every sport. To to there, a- there would probably be I would say the original four horsemen. I don't know if you have a more well rounded cast True. from our network. I mean, Butch was basketball, and baseball, and and obviously had the heartbeat on the Red Wings. Dave, you are fantastic with hockey. Uh, you're much better with your words than you were as a player. I'll say that. <laughs> I love, I love me some football. Everybody, I, I watch everything. You guys know that, but I love me some football. Scott brought that soccer and that just that expertise on everything. He's big on the Tigers. He loved the Atlantic Crimson Tide for or Alabama Crimson Tide for some stupid reason. <laughs> and local, um, local, which him and I went back and forth on a lot. Oh yeah, I mean, and Scott had always had the heartbeat on both. Always had the heartbeat on local. I loved when I got invited in for a local segment because I knew who that coach. EJ, come do this one with me. It was awesome, you know. And and he had a, a, a talent and an ability uh, to just make you feel welcome, and he and he made you feel like we were right there with you in your living room, in your car, wherever you were. Exactly, and that's where I'm. I've talked. We've talked all the different stories. You brought up your first one. I can remember there's a picture that I found because you know you look through your phone and. There was a picture of me, you, and Scott in there, and that's one that has. I, I still have that one too. I know exactly which one you're talking about. It hasn't been posted yet. I even found other ones. The memories of Snapchat, 2018 and 17, and you start. To, he was giving the thumbs up. I think you were giving the middle finger. I was just smiling like an absolute idiot. Where's this from? I don't know if I have that one. I might have to look for that and send you. I found it on my Snapchat at the very bottom. I, I'll tell you though, I totally believe I'm giving. Oh, it's on Snapchat. That's why it's funny. It might be the middle finger. I'm not too sure. It might be. I I, it's me. It's, there's a good chance it is. But it's we were sat in the corner at the Wicked Sister, and I actually haven't been to the Wicked Sister since our last recording. I know. Speaking of Scott Marble, um, is was is a great um, uh, was great is a great waiter there, of course, and he always had the fried tots. The fried tots. That's who we're talking about when we say Scotty too hotty, buddy. Yes, yeah, Scotty. Yeah. Love you, buddy. Yeah, and the. He always came over, brought us a beverage, and just treated like royalty in there. And everywhere in Sioux, Michigan, that's yeah, we never. When he says Scotty always brought us a beverage, and Scott always took care of it. By the way, Scott always had the bill covered. He did. You know what? Every time Scott covered the bill, nobody ever paid. I said I was gonna get it. He said, "Dave, put your money away." Put your money. He always wanted. He he always say that it's that you get two free beers for doing the show. But everybody that knows me when when I drink beer. Uh, I like different craft beers. So Scott bring me one. He bring me a second one. But then there was always a third, a fourth. And you know what? 
Scott picked it up. Every oh, I'm I'm time. happy. Heiko came the one time. I had more than two. I'll tell you. I'll tell you right now. I told Heiko. I was known for three, four, five. Oh, uh, it was great. You go after there on Monday. You know, you look forward to seeing Scott. You look forward to being there. Okay, they have six to eight. Six to eight. We're there from six to ten. <laughs> six six o'clock to ten o'clock at night. I'm sure there were a few times Dave couldn't go back across the bridge. We tied a few on. <laughs> and every time you think, you know, I I said a quote. You know, multiple quotes in in my in my post, EJ. And as everybody knows, I'm a I'm a fan of the office, right? And everyone was asking oh, yeah. about where, you know, I may have gotten one of the quotes I said. I said multiple quotes. Um, where one was, it was from Ed Holmes. People asked where I got this. I'll say where it is. It says, "I wish there was a way to know you were in the good old days before you actually left them." And right. and true, true. true. And literally, you think of we're talking about this now, we're going back and forth. And you and I, as expected, we're able to talk about so much and yet sound so clear. But those were the quote unquote good old days. Right. And, you know, you cherish the friendship. And not only do you remember the good old the good old times, but the good old days in general. And Scott's brought a family together you know we always said dave we're the founding fathers he always had a were a were because it was but at the same time it was scott that brought me on to coffee with the coach and then there i am wanting to change the name and he willingly did it i don't know why now looking back i remember saying i think we got to change the name i don't think it's that good and i know people would probably be like what that's because he's smart and he's always open to new ideas that's he was good at that he was very very good at 100 percent. he said okay dave and they said okay we went through names and he's like i think i like the game sports show i think i like the game sports show and I mean, even when we went to t-gem he bought in yeah t-gem that was it was actually called gem at first but no yeah, ads. you're welcome no, for that, no, by the way. No free ads to CBC taking that. I'm not allowed to have that name. I'll just fly out say to people why we don't use that acronym. Yeah, I would like to say that when we came up with the game entertainment that, media, that was my that. idea, and that was a solid idea because I wanted to use a little like green emerald gem as the logo. That was kind of the idea. And it was before was be sweet. It was before it, but yeah. I didn't patent it in time. Because we stink. So it's T-Gem now, and I remember Scott saying in 2020, you know, this is going to be a good thing to do, good thing to do. And we didn't launch the T-Gem podcast channel until 2022 because of COVID. We waited and delayed and delayed, and eventually just said, Scott, we got to do this. He said, yep, you got it, brother. Go, go do it. Let's do it. And it started, and it's still at its infant stages, but Scott's he said, I'm the vice president. You're the president. He said, the Game Sports Show will be the founding father. I run the Game Sports Show in the USA. You run it in Canada. We're together. And it was always when I said, Scott, you're the, no, Dave, we're together. We're a family. Me, you, Butch, EJ, everybody involved with the show, we're all one and equal. And that's so true. That's the way, that's an HR mindset that I have every day. But you think of it as that this wouldn't have been what it was if I didn't accept the job. Like, I'm not saying with me, but. With Scott, yeah, but even even the, the ability though, like, it, it, just the ability to say yes. I mean, it, you could go down all day long, all right, and you could you could grind and you can look and you could search. And if you go down to the bottom of our webpage, okay, and if you're looking at me, go to the Game Sports Show right now, uh, and I want you to look at that page, okay. Go down to the very bottom, and I'm taking my time because I'm hoping that you're scrolling, okay. Hot Seat Podcast, TGM YouTube, The Game 1400, The Game Full-Time, The Game In The Pocket, The Game Sports Show Local, The Game Sports Show National, The Game Sports Show Special Edition, The Game Strike Zone Edition, The Game Top Shelf Edition. 
all of these ideas were able to be created because Scott was great at saying yes. And it allowed the, this all. Dave, you've been allowed to run wild. Why? Because Scott said yes. Literally run wild. Like Scott had his has his agenda in the in the We had like two shows before this. It was like one hockey podcast and <laughs> and the and the Monday show, and then all of a sudden, boom, boom. And he did all of his local community broadcasting and did the game sports show USA fourteen hundred. That was him. Yeah, he did the hockey, the football. It was great. Yeah, then when it came to local, national, in the pocket, full time. Well, he was the host on full time. Uh, top shelf edition and all these. It's like Scott. I think we should do separate shows. Well, Dave, if you can handle it, and then he might even be on the original episode of the hot seat. I think he's on that. I think on the original. That was mine. Yeah. And you had the fire picture. I remember putting that. I didn't think. Yeah. The pilot, the pilot of the hot seat. I think Scott was on that. You see, and I remember when you did that, he was so pumped because the series is, and people are asking, why doesn't TGM have it? We will, you know, there was, there's, we will, we're getting there individuals that are listening, but you know, there's, there's a lot. And even the website, I was telling Scarps, uh, EJ, I know you didn't really have the chance to meet Daniel Scarpino yet. He co-hosted with. Oh, I, but I, I talk to these guys in the group chat all the, the group time. Chat. I know yeah. Guys. Yeah. Whether and, or not I know who know them personally, I know them all. Yeah. And we have fifth, like, what is it? I think it, there's 14 staff members and I believe 12 people are in that group chat because Butch, I'm looking isn't, up right now. Butch isn't in it. The group chat, he just didn't want yeah, it because Butch can barely use a, a, <laughs> anything. That's not a landline. <laughs> and, and Scott just doesn't, didn't have social media. So there, there's a big group of us in there and it's like 12 of us. In there, yeah. We're doing a website update again. And it's in the vision of mine, Scott, actually more so Scott, where he said, let's change out the episodes, the font. And th- I remember ta- talking to him about it a week prior to, to what happened to his passing. And, you know, the, it makes it a bit more, a bit more valuable the layout of the next site because he had a lot of opinions about what it, it should be. He's like, I said, Scott, I want you to be be honest about this. Should we have this? Because you know, EJ, he yes, yes, do what you want. No, Scott, listen, tell me what you think you want. He would though. He would tell you something's dumb. Yeah, like, I've I've come to Scott with some ideas. I'm like, Scott, I want to do this. What do you think? He's like, absolutely not. That's stupid. <laughs> yep. And like, he, if it was a bad idea, I mean, he'd tell you he. He'd absolutely let the good ones fly. And if it was even close to being a good idea, he'd let you try it. But if it's a bad idea, he just, if, if, with with that deep voice, no. No, 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 we're not doing it. No. And it's, there's a lot that we're going to do. And EJ, I know we're getting to more of the, the tail end, but Scarpino talked about full-time and he mentioned how full-time will come back. It's going to have a new, Scott was the host of full time, right? So it's a little bit of a, a different circumstances than a than a few of our shows that we do. Uh, but so full time will be coming back. I know Scott wasn't a main host; he's been on a few in the pockets, but not as of late. So I've talked about what in my opener about other shows that are continuing, and obviously everything of the Game Sports Show is continuing. The Game Entertainment Media, obviously, if anyone thought that that was going to stop, yeah, you're you're nuts because that wasn't even a thought. Uh, so there isn't really anything to ask you in terms of, okay, what shows are continuing or, you know, you did a show with Scott, uh, like that, but what I want to do for the next minute or two, I, I don't know if you wanted to bring forward any more memories or stories or anything else final you wanted to say before we, uh, wrap up, uh, this, uh, this edition of the game sports show, Canada, uh, Canada edition tribute to Scott Nason. Well, Scott was a good husband and my wife's probably going to get ready to shoot me if I do this too much longer myself. Uh, 
So, um, you know, it just thank you for everything that you did for everyone here. I, I know personally myself, my career here in Escanaba um, doesn't even come close to happening without the seven years of work that I put in that was all made possible because Scott tried to catch some drunk guy slipping in a bar. Um, you know, one of my favorite memories of Scott uh, is we did the Engadine game. It was Engadine versus Brimley, eight-man football. And we drove all the way to Engadine. We're driving all the way back. And I remember the entire ride back, we talked about college football. I don't remember what we said, what it was about. I just remember literally the entire ride back. We didn't talk about the game. We didn't talk about the broadcast, which we often, I mean, we always, whenever we're, we're done, I mean, even on these kind of things like this, there's always like a quick two, three minute recap of, Hey, great job. You know, pat each other on the ass once or twice. And Scott was always good at giving you a slap on the ass when you did a good job. But uh, we didn't talk about anything else in college football. And that was probably one of the best, Again, I, I don't remember what we talked about, but I remember it being one of the best conversations I've ever had with a human being about college football. And I hope that everyone knows that I think Scott was wrong in that conversation because I do remember he was banging the Alabama drum and they just lost to Tennessee. So I got to give you that. Scott, if you were here, I'd be making fun of you because Alabama lost to Tennessee. So I got to take that shot there. But uh, uh, absolutely an honor to have known you. And uh, thank you for everything that you've done for all of us. Definitely well said, EJ, and he will certainly be missed. And Scott was the heartbeat. He's the original founding father. I know when I told him, I said, you make me sound old. No, that wasn't that for all. He's someone who started this. And if it wasn't for him bringing me on board and coming up with the name change and having these plans and him and I being able to work well together like we did, you know, we wouldn't be where, where we're at today it's all because of him and as i mentioned numerous times it started because of him and all because of polar stadium and a broadcast ej has his story with how it all started in the bar trying to get a drunk man to slip scarpino because he just randomly messaged me about soccer and i said oh i know who you got to connect with that's what makes the game sports show so you so amazing was the stories that brought us together and the glue that brought us together and the beat of that heart that made us stick together the the whole conjoining of the game sports show and expanding it to what it was today is because of him very much so. And, you know, it's been, I say a lot in a show where I do talk, and this is probably between last, the tribute show in the United States and what today has been the more tougher recordings and being at his visitation has been quite difficult. And, you know, there, there's a lot of people, that have dealt with this in many different ways. And it's actually the first time EJ, I didn't really talk about this too much in the opener, but Scott Nason's father is the first time I've been able to meet him in quite some time. He's, not, he's a really nice man. You definitely know it's Scott's dad. I yeah, tell you that hundred percent. I literally thought when I was talking to him, I was talking to Scott and Oh yeah. There's a lot of, I don't know if he did at the end, but he used to live right next door to his dad. Yeah, he did. He moved him and Becky got actually a new place. And because I remember they had that place kind of by the the middle school over there. Middle school. Yeah, because I, yeah, I, I pulled into his right? house. Then I'm yeah, I think it was Minneapolis. Yeah. And yeah. Uh, I could still point out the house. I'm not going to say exactly where it is. No, but, no. Uh, I remember pulling into his driveway 
And some old guy across the street yelled something to me, yelled something back. I go, why are you guys yelling at each other? He goes, that's my dad. I was like, oh, yeah, I can see that now. <laughs> uh, you know, he he always went above and beyond for others. And on every show, I'm sure Scott will get brought up in memory with a quote or how things go with between myself, EJ, or myself and Butch and EJ, or whatever shows come up. Scott's memory will always be lived on through the game sports show and through the hearts of many, the minds of many and the game sports show, as I've talked about at the beginning is continuing. Obviously it wasn't even a thought to stop. Obviously taking a pause was needed and definitely something that we want to make sure is we did these tribute shows, right. And we have had two of them two two shows that were difficult for, a lot of people to record and we're very happy that you were able, this is to you, the listeners able to take the time to listen to the stories from Scarpino, from EJ, from myself at the beginning that also getting into Don Supa's stories about Scott and the stories from the 1400 AM edition that you're able to enjoy it and know that when the game sports show has future uploads, that despite where the show may be, if it's the Canadian versions, the United States versions of the show, that we will make sure that it is the same content and energy that Scott brought and that you will be able to feel connected to Scott, much like we will feel connected that we're still recording with, make him feel like he's still with us. Well, I'll not say this certainly as, as long as any episode of the hot seat podcast continues to remain on uh, the webpage. I don't want anything with Scott's voice coming down. His voice should be heard forever. hundred percent. The voice will not go anywhere. If I could, his introduction would be what I would always love to have. And I do have all those recordings and I'm sure you, you stole his introduction a few times too. <laughs> <laughs> I sure did. I can promise you one thing. No one will be able to say those words again, but you know what? I, it would be, there's, there's a lot of appreciation that uh, the game sports show owes when, to Scott, when you- but also what Scott did to the community and being one of my close friends and what he's done for us. It's, it's amazing. When you talk about greetings and salutations, that was always how we came in. Whenever I do the UP State Fair, I have a, it's not the same, but I have a little thing that I say, and I said it every time I did a live broadcast from the UP State Fair, and, and who taught me that? Scott taught me. Scott. You, taught us everything. You and I could go for hours, and I want to. This has been awesome, but I know listeners, despite that they probably want to. Yeah, I got thank you cards, right, buddy? Yeah, we we got we got stuff to do, of course, but it's been uh it's been given the circumstance, EJ. I appreciate you taking the time to share, and I know that we're gonna have one more week off of in the pocket, as I mentioned, and we'll be back. It'll be our third week missing, which is really big rarity. Usually, we haven't missed a show. We don't miss a show. I don't think we've ever missed. No, and this so we'll have one more week, but the. In the pocket, we'll be back on October the 26th, as I've talked. Which about. happens to be my birthday. But... Which your birthday, you know, if we have to do a pre a different day recording, let's do it. But it'll be update. It'll be uploaded on the 26th. Uh, so listeners, for on behalf of Daniel Scarpino, on behalf of the game sports show, you know, myself, the game entertainment media, which is an even bigger family. You count the 14, the game sports show, but also with T gem with, with the bitter rivals podcast, with the strong minds podcast, with the agriculture podcast. It's a family and a network that has grown and all started with a very strong route. And that was Scott, Scott Nason and EJ. 
I appreciate you sharing the stories. I know we'll continue to live these stories forever, but it was great to have a, have a show tributed to him, but this deserves a, a year long show, but we know we can't do that. Yeah, we can't as much as we'd like to. Uh, I wish that we couldn't Dave, when, when you end this, I'll give uh I know, I know the listeners that know me know I usually come in with yo and I go out with see it, but I did. I didn't want to come in with yo for this one, but I do got a little something for the out. So when Dave lets me know when that is, I'll give my sign off for you folks. And I'm going to let EJ have that sign off as I get to the conclusion portion here. I'm not going to do my usual sign off. I just, I'm going to leave it for, for EJ, but I want to remind listeners, make sure you like, follow and subscribe on all the game sports show platforms and the, the game entertainment and media. There's a previous tribute show with Scott Nason from October uh, the 10th is when the upload was, but it was uploaded on the website, October 12th, that Scott Nason tribute, the game sports show, 1400 AM edition, uh, for, Memorial edition, sorry for the 1400 edition that you could check out with myself, Paul Van Wagner, Butch Davis, Matt pocket and Rob Horn. And then of course, this will be the upload for the Canada edition. So definitely make sure you like follow and subscribe, listen to those shows. And to all the listeners that, as I've talked about at the beginning with Podbean, that's a work in progress. I know there's a lot of Scott's friends on there. I'm trying my best to do what I can to, to have that platform back up and ready. But I do hope you enjoyed this edition, given the, of course, the unfortunate circumstance, and you were able to laugh about more memories of Scott that had him with something that he loved a lot, and that was the game sports show. And I, I got to hear it firsthand and work with them firsthand for for just about eight years and not only work and be business partners, but become a close friend. And EJ the same, someone who yelled at a bar and now he's in radio. Butch has grown as well. Everyone a part of the game sports show family grew and it was because of our strong root, Scott Nason. He is gone, but will never be forgotten. And he will always be the heartbeat of the show. Despite not being here, we will continue to have the game sports show in the vision that Scott always wanted to be now getting to the conclusion. The next time we record as as I mentioned, uh, there'll be more so to be announced, but our next recording is expected to be top shelf, uh, but we will not have in the pocket or any other shows for this week until essentially next week. EJ Russell, I'm going to give it to you. Thank you all listeners once again, and may Scott founding father, co-president with the game sports show. I want to take that away. He was the president of the game sports show. I'll take the presidency with TGM. That's fine. The game sports show was Scott Nason. You'll be missed my friend. Please join me in a moment of silence for Scott Nason. Thank you to the man myth, the legend Scott Nason rest in peace, buddy. We will see you later.